Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Split Screen Media Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Blankenship. With me as always is my lovely co-host, Connor DuRose. What a do. <laughs> what a do indeed. <laughs> uh, this week we have another recurring guest host for like the third week in a row. <laughs> Say hi to the people, Joey. Hi to the people, Joey. We don't know that many people, that's the problem. <laughs> we'll find some randoms on Reddit. And we're not even going to vet them. We'll just have them on and see what happens. <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay, you guys want to get into it? Yeah, absolutely. So I was kind of keeping this a surprise for you. And I don't know if you've seen it before or not. So I don't know when it was released. But I'm going to throw this up. Have you seen this? Ooh, Ooh a new one. Okay. I know they've been working on it, uh, but I hadn't seen the poster yet. For the audio listeners, it is the new poster for the Mortal Kombat movie that comes out apparently April 16th, 2021. That's soon. That's like five months there's no trailer. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great sign, right, guys? Yeah, (laughs) it's like Dune all over again. Oh, look at that, too. It's theaters and HBO Max. So I guess it falls under the Warner umbrella of like releasing everything at the same time yeah it down in the right warner brothers um you want gotcha. to, yeah yeah so there's no there's no cast list there's no i was gonna <laughs> ask do, do we know the cast yet do we know anybody who's been cast there is a cast list on uh wikipedia let me let's say let me hit up some imdb nick cage as johnny cage nick cage as uh, everyone yeah <laughs> nick cage as molina here we go here's the cast i don't know any of these people there's no there's no johnny cage what huh okay so there's yeah sub-zero Liu kang raiden i mean like all the regulars are there except him Liu kang sub-zero raiden sonya blade jackson briggs kano kung lao melina yeah there's no johnny cage though so uh there's also two actors who I don't know appear in undisclosed roles. Maybe one of them. The, is this a guy? I mean, Louis Louis Tan, Tan. Louis Tan definitely sounds white, so I'm assuming that might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, England. Anyway, we're getting down a rabbit hole. <laughs> but what do you guys think about this? Oh, I'm stoked! I, anything Mortal Kombat, I love, <laughs> it's all. I mean, it's all garbage, but it's like the best kind of garbage. Um, it, did you guys see the old movies uh, from way back when? Uh, those movies are ridiculous. I think I've seen parts, and I hope this is just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want these to be good movies. I want this to be fun movies. I don't know if you guys remember this, but like maybe ten or. 12 years ago something like that i don't know it was a while ago but on on machinima when that was still uh, a youtube channel uh they had this mortal Kombat live action series that was actually really good like genuinely good um it had like good writing and good action and they they had one episode i remember where raiden was in like a mental hospital and they locked him up because he kept like telling everybody that he was you know the god of thunder and <laughs> and like it was actually like a really cool like it got sort of dark um and they took it in this like this grounded sort of realistic gritty way which i don't know worked for every single episode but it was an interesting idea and i wonder if that's what they're gonna do here if they're gonna try and make it serious or if they're gonna go all out and make it like the games right that's a good question 
Because I think if it was a cast of people that were famous, I think they would make it silly. But from the looks of it, I think they're trying to make, like they, they hired a bunch of unknowns or at least people who aren't as, you know, they're not triple A celebrities. So they might try and make like an actual story out of it. All right. Let me see if I can find what the, but 48 million. No, that's, that's not right. Let me look it up. Is that the budget? 48 million? That, that's what it, I think overall the film series is. Uh, over the years. Oh no! Wait, that was. Uh, Mortal Kombat Rebirth. This article reads it's for this specific film, but it reads like about every Mortal Kombat movie. I guess maybe there was a Mortal Kombat Rebirth. But was it ever released or anything? I know there have been a lot of canceled Mortal Kombat projects along the way. Yeah, maybe that's what it's talking about. I don't know if I can find a true budget for this, though. I mean, that's definitely cool, though. Like, I, I, you know, again, anything Mortal Kombat, I... I mean, like, Joey, even, like, when we were younger, every time a new, you know, starting with, like, the NetherRealm games, every time a new one would come out, we'd play it for the story and just, like, laugh our asses off at how <laughs> stupid and ridiculous it is. I saw one of my favorite Mortal Kombat games of all time. I can't remember what the exact one was, but it was one of the, it wasn't one of the numbered ones. It was one of, like, the weird spinoffs, like Annihilation or whatever they were called. They had, like, a weird thing. But I always distinctly remember that there was a Mortal Kombat, like, Mario Kart. Uh, and there was a, like, I, I like when they get a little more wild with it. There was a Mortal Kombat chess uh, where, like, you're, you would have to choose a certain character for your pawn, choose a certain character for your queen and stuff like that. So you're playing chess, but then when you would go to take a piece, you would actually physically, like, go into com- combat and fight. I always remember that kind of ridiculousness, and that's the kind of stuff that I love in Mortal Kombat. So if you tried to capture a piece and lost your battle, do you not you capture still, You lost your piece, yeah. So it would work both. So like they would take you instead of you taking them. So it was a very weird game of chess. Could you, but... could you force an opponent onto the space? Site? Is that what you're saying? Like what I mean? think like if you were a pawn and you moved up to a space, like instead of you just taking out that pawn, it would be like whoever won would just win that battle of attrition. Right. So like it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily matter whose turn it was. It was just like you would have that fight and then whoever won that fight, they get to, you know, discard the other person's piece. I kinda wanna play that game. <laughs> yeah, I really wish fun. I could remember which uh one. It's one of the like Mortal Kombat spin-offs that was on the PS two, uh, is what be, I played it on. It might be Shallon Monks. Shallow Monks was like the RPG one. That was where it, like you'd only play as uh Luke King or Kung Lao. Oh, oh! It was the co-op one, right? Yeah, that was the co-op, like uh, kind of like the scroll shooter type one. It might have been Annihilation then. I don't remember, but I, I I remember you showing me the cart one one time, which was super funny. Yeah, they they always had the funny ones. So like there was the fatalities, but there was also the uh, the new balities where they would turn it or the bay ballet where they'll turn into babies or like silly stuff would happen. 
little guy jumping up the screen and be like, whoopsie. Like, that's what I want in the movie. <laughs> well, do you, well, I guess that's, that's an excellent segue. Cause I was wondering, do you think they're going to venom this movie? Meaning that it will be a PG 13 mortal Kombat, Like, like the old, I hope not. Be a story and yeah. I, I don't think that mortal Kombat and PG 13 should ever go in the same sentence. Like it should, it should always be rated R knowing what those games are. Those games are the reason that we have a rating system for video games is because of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's the reason ESRB exists. <laughs> and I just think, like, it would be insulting to not give it basically the highest rating you can possibly give on that ESRB, which was created due to that game. <laughs> if they... Mortal Kombat movies are PG-13, or at least one of them is, which, again, I, I also thought was really stupid. Yeah. If they go for a PG-13, I think that means they might be putting more focus on the story, which is not what I want. I want blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally agree. I want guts. I want fatalities. I want, you know, I want someone to rip someone's dick off and shove it down their throat. Like, <laughs> that's that's the kind of shit I want from this Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done anything with dicks in Mortal Kombat. There hasn't been, like, a dick fatality, which I think is severely disappointing. That's that's what the line is. <laughs> is that the line? Well, yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say, uh, Johnny Cage. Usually, at least one of his fatalities is punching or kick, kicking somebody in the balls at the very least. So yeah, that's, that's the closest true. you've gotten so far. That's true. I meant like you rip that shit off. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> a little taboo, I guess. Having uh, <laughs> having that in the game. I'm gonna have to edit all this out, aren't I? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can well, uh, rip somebody in half, but heaven, uh, heaven forbid, you see a cock in a game, right? <laughs> speaking of dicks, Cyberpunk came out this week. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of dicks, indeed, uh, <laughs> for a lot of reasons, actually. Um, yeah, I think so. Do you want me to just give like a little bit of backstory, I guess, as to what's going on for people who may not know? Yeah, I haven't played the game, so. But you two have, so I think this is more your guys' realm. Okay, well, for right now, I just want to talk about sort of the the, the release of it rather than the actual game. Um, okay. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened uh, recently. Let me see if I can pull some of these articles up. So I'll start with this. The, the game came out uh, last week and was met with pretty much universal acclaim. And the reason for that was because they, the, the only codes that CD Projekt Red, who are the developers of this game, sent out were PC versions. And the PC versions of the game were optimized and they ran, you know, relatively well, all things considered. Um, but one thing everybody noticed was a lot of bugs, a lot of glitches, um, which isn't uncommon for open world RPGs like Cyberpunk, like Fallout, like, you know, insert open world RPG here. Like, it's, it's pretty common. Um, the problem was that they didn't release any console codes for review until a day. It was either the day before or the day of the game actually coming out. So people weren't able to see how it ran on consoles like the base PS4 or the base Xbox One, which, you know. Now, why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did it because the game runs like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, this isn't something that they, I think at the beginning they tried to act a little bit coy about, like they were like, oh, we had no idea the game didn't, but they knew. I mean, there's a very specific reason they decided to, to hold off those codes and uh, those review codes. But, I mean, the game is a broken mess. It's, I, I'm playing it, or I was playing it on my Xbox One X, and it still runs like trash. 
Um, so I can't even imagine what it's like on the, the Xbox one and PS4. And there's been videos online about it. There's been, uh, you know, a bunch of people screen capping a bunch of, uh, gameplay segments where textures just don't load in, uh, missions don't work. The game runs at like a pretty solid 15 frames per second. Um, <laughs> that was sarcastic by the way it's terrible <laughs> i saw i've seen a video where someone had like the trailer from like two years ago or something like that and they had what the actual uh game looked like mm-hmm. and it was like on the ps4 uh, you're talking about the one where it shows like all the people in the streets and then it shows like mm-hmm. two people in the exact same spot as the trailer yeah it looked it it was night and day. It was bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's an overstatement to say this runs worse than Fallout seventy six did at launch, and that's really quite a feat. <laughs> um, but what I think is most interesting, and obviously people were furious, um, but and and it was actually interesting too to see um, what reviewers were giving the other game. So if you look right here. This is IGN's review of the PS4 and Xbox One version. Um, and the original, the, the PC version of the game got a 9 out of 10. That was reviewed probably three or four days before the actual game came out. This was just released like maybe a day or two ago. Uh, and this one got a 4. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, and it like just the synopsis, I'm not going to read the whole review, but the synopsis of this is, please don't play Cyberpunk 2077 on a base Xbox One or PS4. It is shocking. It is a shockingly bad way to experience what is a fantastic RPG on better hardware, <laughs> um, which I think most people would find to be a pretty accurate statement for what happened. Uh, if you start your game review with "Please don't play this game," <laughs> <laughs> what? If you start, if you start your review with "Please don't play this game," a four seems pretty generous. Honestly, yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But right, I, I want to have an appreciation real quick uh, off of the cyberpunk, but I, right now your Facebook thing is buzzing on the screen. For a, you got a message from a bussy fairy, so I think you might want to get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris. <laughs> That's Chris McKinnon. I really hope that uh, we can have him on the show at one point too, because that would be fun. <laughs> just off that name alone. Yes. Um, drag your sorry, ta- ba- ba- uh, f- sorry, fantasy time, fantasy time. Back to cyberpunk. Yeah, back drag to your cyber. drag your tab out of the. Like just click it and drag it down at the top. Oh, no, on Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Um, well, everybody just saw my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to black it out. Yeah, was, I'll just black it out. Um, yeah, so this is the apology that just made the rounds uh, directly from CD Projekt Red. I'll, I'll read it, but I'll, you know, I'll kind of summarize a little bit. So they basically start off, they're like, first of all, we'd like to apologize for you for not showing the game on last-gen consoles, the base last-gen consoles, um, and by, by consequence, not allowing you to make a full decision. Uh, this, is, this line is really upsetting. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I think that might be the understatement of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, like they weren't the ones responsible. It's just such a weird way to phrase it. It's like, yeah, you were developing the fucking game. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they released a product. And I think I, I asked you about this earlier. I was like, did they not QA or test this? Or, I mean, they had to have known, like, how bad it was. Like, they have people for this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's very clear to me that they knew exactly what they were doing and, you know, they just chose not to care. And, and to be clear, this is the executives I'm talking about. Right. I'm sure all the developers put a lot of work in and they wanted to keep working on this game to make it the best product possible. But 
it's it's the higher ups that make these decisions and clearly they're you know they don't care uh which is evidenced by this last paragraph here but we'll get to that so the second part of this is them saying that uh they want to fix the the bugs and the crashes to improve the overall experience they say that uh they're going to be introducing a patch within the next couple of days and then there's going to be a big one patch one in january and then patch two in february and they said together these should fix a lot of the problems they're saying you know obviously it's not going to look as good as a high-end pc on base consoles but it'll look better and it'll play like it's supposed to thank the lord <laughs> um and then this is where i think it gets really interesting can and i'm we, gonna actually i'm gonna comment on that second one so they released a game in december and it's not going to be what it should be until february correct Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yay capitalism gotta get it out before christmas <laughs> and you know i we can all you know, feel nostalgic and harken back to a time when developers actually finished their games before they put them out, which seems like a distant memory at this point. But this is just sort of the world that we live in. And, you know, like it or not, it's how games come out. Yeah. PlayStation 2 games would just, you just take the disc home and then that was it. Yeah. You never yeah. even got up. There's no updates on a PlayStation 2. That shit just worked. No, they had to finish their game because they couldn't do anything if it was broken. Right. I think that's what, what has happened with games now is they can throw updates over the internet and fix problems that you can just well we'll let that problem be at launch whereas before you had to make sure that problem wasn't there at launch yeah if your but, game sucks when it came out it was just a bad game and no yeah. one was gonna buy it now but, you got a chance for to redeem yourself at least uh such as like uh, no man's sky joe you're right about the christmas season because they've put a couple of delays on this game right launch delays it was supposed to come out last april yeah and i feel like you can keep pushing it if i'm an exec and i don't care about anything but getting this out i could push it back over the summer sure especially with covid and push it back and push it back but once you start interfering with christmas sales i feel like that's and next like people want to get the next gen and get this game at the same time i feel like they didn't want to delay it anymore and this is the result yeah this was told this was a market decision the, the development team was like when they said it's got to be done by this they went like one of these versions will be ready by then. <laughs> Do you think they did an analysis on, uh, like, damage control costs? <laughs> Probably. Uh, there was actually an investors meeting that they had. I uh, actually was just uh, talking with Connor about it. Um, they had, um, where I guess uh, a team was asking questions to the um, the uh, CEO of CD Projekt Red. I'm, I'm not sure who exactly, whoever was representing them. It was uh, a higher up. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, one of the higher ups. So they were basically asking about that. Like, uh, um, I wish I had it in front of me. Uh, I, th uh, I, th I thought that's what you're going to pop up, Connor, <laughs> was the, what I said to you earlier from uh, Reddit. I can bring that up in a second. Um, okay. Just to yeah. sort of give context. But the, I think it would help to have this first just before we get into like what they then. What the response was? Okay, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm so, going to read this whole thing because I think it's very important as to what's happening now, which we can also give an update on. But they said, finally, we would we would uh, also or we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance. But if you're not pleased with our game on your console and don't want to wait for updates, you can opt to refund your copy. For copies purchased digitally, please uh, use the refund system of PSN or Xbox, respectively. Uh, box versions you should try retails um, and then they say if this doesn't work you can email them here at this uh at this link it's uh help me refund at cdprojectred.com which i imagine is 
currently flooded with emails <laughs> and they're trying to sort of go through that backlog and they'll say, we'll do our best to help you. Now you can only go to this uh, or you can only use this email up until December 21st and then they're going to cut it off. So I think as long as your email gets in before then, they can, uh, you know, try and help you out, but you just have, you have to make, cause they don't want you to play the entire game and then get a refund. So I understand from that perspective. Right. Um, and they say humbly and then all the people here and then PS PC gamers will be getting regular, uh, regular updates, blah, blah, blah. So what's interesting about this, this refund thing specifically is that there was no infrastructure set up by CD project red for the refund specifically. So they did not set up a deal with, with Xbox. They did not set a, up a deal with PlayStation or Steam or any other retailers. So basically, if you bought this game digitally and you're not within the parameters of a return on either PlayStation's terms of service or Xbox's terms, terms of service, then you don't get a refund. Um, now, if you can try and go through the, the email, but apparently I've heard a lot of people saying that it's been days they haven't heard anything back from them and they're not sure they're ever going to hear anything back. And it's the same with retailers, retailers like GameStop and uh, Walmart, Best Buy, they've all been told, you know, maybe not Walmart and Best Buy or Walmart, but people who know about the games and specifically game stores like GameStop, um, the higher ups have told the employees to tell people who are trying to do returns with games that are open to go to this email. They're like, we can't help you. We're not going to do anything. Go to this email and try and go through CD Projekt Red. So this to me is like, I mean, they've done a lot of scumbag shit over the past couple of days. This might take the cake for me. <laughs> I, so there, even if you're within the guidelines on like a retailer's 30 day return policy or whatever the, whatever the heck it is, um, they still won't take it. So they're not make basically they're not making any, um, there's nothing special about this game set up yet to where you would be able to get a refund even if you opened it. So GameStop's policy is that if you've opened the game, you can't return it unless you bought like a crazy protection plan, um, which most people didn't because it's a video game. People don't generally buy those for just the, you know, the discs. So okay. what's, what's happening is that people have opened the game and they can probably get like some kind of store credit for it, you know, trade it in and get 10 cents or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you can't get that full refund because CD, CD Projekt Red hasn't talked to anybody. They just made a blanket statement. They're like, oh, refunds for everyone. But there's nothing set in place for that. Um, I was able to get a refund because I bought the game only a couple days before it launched. I bought, I, I like purchased it digitally maybe like two days before it came out. Um, so I was, I was in that 14-day period that Microsoft has for returning things. So I literally went on my computer, I clicked a button and it gave me my money back. But a lot of people who bought this game in April, May, June, you know, whatever, like they're not going to be able to get their money back for this. Um, and, you know, and then going into what you were talking about, Joey, um, part of what was even more interesting is that there was a leaked um, phone message between an executive at CD Projekt Red and um, some kind of news source, I believe. But he was saying how this is intentional, how they set this up for people to not get refunds because they don't want, they don't actually want people to get refunds, which as a business makes sense, but it goes against this entire statement. Right. So, I mean, I think that's pretty much everything that we know so far. My guess is that over the next couple of days, we'll hear more from 
CD Projekt Red trying to reach out to these companies like Microsoft and PlayStation trying to get these, uh, you know, refunds set up because they realize that they fucked up for like the 18th time this week. Um, but to me, this is like absolutely despicable. And I, and I think it comes as such a shock because games like Marvel's Avengers and Fallout 76, we all expected to be bad. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't any smoke and mirrors about whether or not those games would suck. Like this was a highly anticipated game. It was shown off to play a certain way. And then they lied about it to sell copies to people who can't afford next gen hardware. And the craziest thing to me is that if this game actually, there is no next gen version of the game now. The game only runs in backwards compatibility. So if this game had released in April like it was supposed to, the base PS4 and the base Xbox One would be the definitive way to play this game on consoles, which would have made it so much worse. (laughs) Um, But I want to know what you guys think. What do you guys think about this fiasco in general? And I also just, what do you think about this in general? Like we were talking about how games don't come out finished. And, you know, we've mentioned this with Madden before, but, you know, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, first off, what the heck about terms of service where if you pre-order a game months ahead of time and the game comes out and you don't like it, you can't refund it? Yeah, so it has to be within... At least, this is Microsoft's policy, and the only reason I know this is because I did refund my game. But if it's a 14-day window of you buying the game or buying whatever, it can be literally anything on the Microsoft Store... If it's in that 14-day period, you can return it. Um, That's crazy. So I don't think. Out of that. I think going forward, I'm never going to buy it. I'm never going to pre-order a game until that window, because if I pre-order a game a month ahead of time and I don't like it, well, I kind of did that with Madden. Although I think when I went wanted to refund it, it was past two weeks since it came out. But that's crazy. Wow, I, I, that blows my mind. A very, very harsh reminder that it doesn't matter anything about the hype, no matter what you see of a game, don't pre-order a game. It's not worth the bonuses. <laughs> Always just buy it after it comes out. It's still going to be there. At this point, you can get stuff digitally. There's literally no reason to pre-order a game without having seen it in action first uh, by an actual player, not a reviewer. Well, I'll... The bonuses and being able to download it a little bit sooner would be nice. But yeah, I don't pre-order a game months in advance, I think, is a very good... Yeah, at least months in advance. Like, like uh, for me, I, I um, pre-ordered it two days before it came out. Uh, just um, so that I could... That's when they said, hey, you can start downloading it if you haven't pre-ordered it. I was like, dope, I'm going to go ahead and pre-order it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been burnt by this, and I'm glad. <laughs> but <laughs> rules are... Feel- no, I feel bad for everybody who can't get a refund because I, you know, yeah. I'm one of the fortunate ones. I clicked a button and the money came back to me, and now I'm done with this whole thing. But you know, sixty dollars is not is nothing to scoff at, and for a lot of people, they've saved up for a long time for this game. And I, you know, that's just so shitty to me that you would release something that's half finished, maybe less, <laughs> yeah, just to, and and lie about it, and you know, be so bold as to say because there's there's interviews. Uh, months in advance of cd project red executives saying oh the game runs really really well on base ps4 they're like you know obviously it's not as good as a high-end pc but it it runs it's good you know people are really going to love this game and that was just a lie (laughs) you know clearly um do you think do you think at that point 
in their development they had like that optimism that it would come out good on launch day it's possible um you could be thinking you know oh well this game looks like shit now but in four months when it comes out it's gonna look great you know we got these uh developers working 100 hour weeks um which is another thing that they lied about too they said that they weren't gonna have any crunch and for the past year it was leaked that they've been working their employees like crazy hours right um and it's it's amazing to me that people will still stand up and defend i'm not talking about the game itself but practices like this just because it's cd project red that that blows my mind i mean like when ea does it it's the worst thing in the world but when CD Projekt Red does it, they're like, oh, but they're, they all love it. They're all passionate about this game and working hard. I'm like, no, it's the same thing. There, there is no, no work. Difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of games have been, like, broken at launch because of, like Joey said earlier, the fact that they can push updates. Um, like, day one, like, what, the, the term day one updates is a thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the day one update for uh, Cyberpunk was like thirty gigs or something like that. Like it was pretty crazy, and and it wasn't even day one for the consoles. It was like, hey, you'll get. It was day one for the PC, and it was I think like for the PC version, I want to say it was like thirty eight gigs in addition to the game itself. Um, and then Xbox and PlayStation got it a couple days later, um, and that again was probably like thirty gigs of just patches and it's like so y'all didn't finish the game because you again you just thought you could patch it up later yeah which is again the industry standard now um yeah it's unfortunate really i think it oh i'm sorry what were you saying i think as you say i think it alleviates pressure off of project planning because you're like well fuck it if we don't get to that yeah get it after launch this is all the project managers being like i don't give a shit it's coming out this day and i don't care if it's done or not yeah them saving their own asses there's no way they would ever release this information but i'm like so so wildly curious as to how many people are going to return this game like i I would love to know the facts and figures on that just because i think it's fascinating um they might release something I think the closest we'll get is them saying, hey, we were flooded with emails on the thing. That's why it's taking a while. So just, you know, give us some time. But in terms of, like, actual number of copies that were returned, there's there's no way they're going to release that information. Right. So. Uh, even on that um, the investor's call that I was reading through, the, I read through that whole transcript um, uh, while I was at work today. And uh, I saw that... Um, Towards the bottom, they he, uh, they start to ask how many copies have been refunded so far, and he said, "I'm not answering that." <laughs> yeah, wow. like just straight up, he's like, "That's that's proprietary information. I can't release that." I just no, looked it no up. Way. Eight million people pre-ordered. Yeah, the, uh, it was actually profitable on launch. Um, uh, wow. They said, um, "Are you still profitable if you lose half of it?" to refunds a week later. <laughs> Maybe that, I guess that report remains to be seen. But on day one of the release on december 10th they were positive they were um the cost of the game did not outweigh how much they made just on on day one purchases so that's not even considering people who are going to get it for christmas down the line and stuff like that um or getting on birthdays next year anything like that just so as far as like like at the end of the day as far as the investors are concerned as far as the cigar smoking suit wearing businessmen are concerned this was a success. Like, 
it's, it might be bad PR, but even bad PR is PR. Um, and yeah. they made money uh, at the end of the day. Like, uh, un- it's unfortunate, but they're not going to learn their lesson from this. And I'm, I fear for Witcher 4, they, uh, which they confirmed during the investor meeting, which I was really happy with. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> I mean, this, this is, you know, obviously very, it's a huge, it tarnishes their reputation in a pretty massive way. Yeah. Um, going forward. Just, same thing that, you know, Marvel's Avengers did with Crystal Dynamics and Fallout 76 did with Bethesda. I mean, it's, it's a massive stain on your reputation that sometimes doesn't go away, especially something as bold as this. Cause right. <laughs> for all of the times that, that, that game launches have failed, this to me was the most malicious. Right. Um, it was uh, the most, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, uh, what, one thing that's interesting with the refunds as well is um, thinking back to when No Man's Sky came out. Um, was it Steam, I think, put out a statement saying it doesn't, like, this goes uh, around our refund policy because they literally lied. Because um, they said, oh, there's going to be multiplayer. And then when you started the game, there was no multiplayer. You couldn't play No Man's Sky at all with your friends. And that was, like, a really big point of the game was being able to explore the galaxy with your friends. <laughs> and uh, Steve was like, uh, yeah, that was false advertising. Uh, I'm, like, I'm not going to be scummy and make you guys keep this piece of crap game. You can refund it, and it goes around our policy because they lied to you. And I'm curious to see if... See, what's interesting is... Uh, the PC version works fine, so I, I imagine there's not going to be... Oh, fine, I should say. Um, but uh, there's not going to be as many refunds on Steam, so Steam won't take charge on returning these. So I'm curious if Microsoft or Sony will say, hey, they lied about a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, Connor, I think I sent you a link earlier today about um, a lot of the features that, th- that were promised that aren't in the game. Right, and and but what's interesting about what you're saying is that I, I can't remember the developer of No Man's Sky, but they, that, they that, exactly, right, <laughs> that, right. That's how bad their reputation was tarnished. You don't know their name, <laughs> but they made the effort to go to because I mean this isn't something that Steam can just do. They don't have the authority to offer refunds to go around their policy like that. This is something that the, the dev team of No Man's Sky was like, hey, listen, you know, from from this immense backlash has happened, and now we're going to allow you to allow people to return their games in a way that doesn't comply with your uh, return policy, right. which is what CD Projekt Red should have done. Right. But instead they were just like, they were, you know, they turned to Oprah Winfrey and they were like, free returns for everyone. You get a refund. You get, and, but they didn't do, put any of the work to back that up. So now uh, PlayStation Xbox are like, no, 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 <laughs> that's not how that works. Right. Chris, what what do you think about? I mean, th- is this a game that you were planning on playing, and is it a game that you're planning on playing now, like a year from now, when you have a next gen console, and maybe they've patched this thing to hell? So it was a game that I was planning on getting, but not at launch. That's why I didn't have it yet. Uh. Which I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, smart. <laughs> smart, honestly. Uh, well, I don't know if it was smart, because I didn't know it was going to be bad at launch. It was just a decision I was making. But it's actively smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hindsight's 2020. But it was a game I was eventually going to get 
there's no way in hell I'm getting it at its current state. No right. way. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's, in my opinion, garbage. If they do fix it and they do maybe like another re-release or soft re-release or whatever, maybe, because I was excited for it. I thought it was going to be a cool game, cool gameplay, but I think I'll have to see going forward because there's a lot of other games that I want, especially once uh, I get a next-gen console. We'll see. Yeah, whatever whatever your flavor of game is, your cup runneth the fuck over. Like, there's so much (laughs) content out there that if this game is bad, it doesn't matter. Like, you can move on and play 50 other things. Yeah, I think uh, I think Miles Morales on the PS5 is at the top of my list, and Cyberpunk has fallen down that list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know because really the people that they have to win back now are people like me are people who have, you know, either returned the game like I did or have just stopped, you know, they didn't return it, but they've, they've stopped playing it. And they're like, I'm not touching this again until you fix everything that you're supposed to. So how are they going to win me back? Um, and I think that's going to be their biggest issue going forward because something like 50% of the people who bought this game were on console. So you know, half PC, you have to think. There might be a few refunds here or there because the game is still pretty busted on PC regardless. Um, but it does run, you know, which is more than I can say for its, its <laughs> underpowered console counterparts. But, uh, you know, I assume that a majority of that 50% of console people are probably going to either stop playing it or refund it. So that's a huge amount of your market, and you're going to have to figure out a way to smooth this over because it's pretty fucked so far. Yeah. Uh, I will well. say to not completely to, to to switch gears a little bit on it as well. Uh, so I was lucky enough to get a Series X on launch, uh, as I think I've mentioned at some at one of these podcasts before. Um, so I've been playing it on the next gen console itself. So I can maybe give a little bit of insight onto how it runs on those. I don't have a PC, um, uh, but I'm not playing it on my base Xbox either. I'm playing it on basically in between those two, right. uh, and. I haven't had a whole lot of, like, I've seen some bugginess. Uh, I've had to restart the game a couple times because, like, uh, uh, a gun display will get stuck on there or um, something, like, kind of minor like that where I'll just hit save, I'll close it, open it back up, and because the system loads as fast as it does, I'm playing again in a minute. Um, So, like, for me, it's been very minor. The things that have bothered me the most about it um, are going to be more the bugs that, that in the investment call they called them bugs but i think it's just they didn't finish developing the game uh and it's the ai the ai which was supposed to be amazing and all this kind of stuff is kind of not great uh there's a hilarious video um that i saw that shows how bad uh getting arrested is or like uh, the cops showing up in the game is Um, worse than like Grand Theft Auto or something like that so this guy gets on the top of like a really tall building he pulls out a sniper rifle and he shoots a civilian uh, and he turns around and there's a cop on the building with him he did a full circle before shooting this person and there was nobody on the building whatsoever the cop spawned up there and shot at him Uh, because like the the AI is just they the cops spawn behind you and then uh, if I murder somebody in the streets uh and a cop sees me like hey you stop and i'll be like no and i drive a block away and they forget that it happened 
there's no bounty system like in Red Dead Redemption or anything like that. I drive a block away and I'm no longer a criminal. So there's not even like a GTA system where cops have like cones of vision and they search for you for a little bit. Like there's none of that. There's so there's no cone of vision. So like um, they have the star system, kind of like GTA. I think it has, I've only gotten up to three stars on it before for blowing up something by accident. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I got three stars. I'm like, oh my gosh, here's all these cops, and I was like, let me get on my bike and drive. And as soon as I was out of their cone of vision. I wasn't a criminal anymore. I went back to that area and they weren't searching for me. They'd given up the search and they moved on about their daily lives. Uh, so I, I, and considering that crime's such a big part of cyberpunk, it's like, was it uh, like, obviously I don't think it's supposed to work like that because that's not how it should work, but there is a lot of crime. So maybe the cops are like, we don't have time for this. There's another crime happening five minutes away. Uh, but maybe that's me just lying to myself for immersion <laughs> i was i was gonna ask you what your favorite glitches were <laughs> no, my favorite glitches uh man uh i think my favorite one there's so many <laughs> yeah uh still the one that i've seen so far and i think a lot of people have seen is there's one where uh uh as you know you can customize your genitals uh in the game and you can make uh there's you wear a suit and uh you're uh dick hangs out of your pants that was that was mine i saw one where the dick was hanging out and i saw one where the shirt was like i guess too tight and her tits were hanging out <laughs> uh, like, get this game <laughs> <laughs> i saw someone say something that i wish they would have done now in retrospect because it would have been so funny uh and they said there should have been a hidden difficulty level uh where uh the bigger you made your dick uh the harder the game was <laughs> So you had to make a very tough moral choice. <laughs> By the way, I love how much time they had to have spent on that. And then they've got all these AI glitches. Thank God. They know I, what's I, important. I, yeah. You literally don't see uh I'm I've played the game a lot since launch. I was playing it before this uh and I'm probably going to play it after this uh, before I go to bed and uh it has not come up but since creation. <laughs> Yeah, there's even the, if you have like a like a scene in game or whatever, like a like a sex scene or something like that, you don't see it or anything like that. It has no relevance whatsoever to the game. Uh, it was just it, for uh, being so like hypersexualized and stuff like that, and that that was something they kept marketing. It just seems weird that it has no relevance whatsoever to the game. I guess I guess I can give my quick. Um like overview of what i thought again i did not play it as long as joey did so i have less authority when it comes to like but just based on my you know i, I played probably like five hours total with it um despite you know I, and i'm not even talking about all the graphical glitches and all the you know frame rate issues blah blah, blah. the game itself to me seems undercooked as well um there's shit in this game that like is basic stuff for like first person shooters that you would normally have in a game that just doesn't exist here. Um, one thing that I can think of in particular is that if you are crouched and you're behind cover or even just crouched in general and you start running in every other first person shooter I've ever played, you get out of crouch and you start running in this game. You have to, you can't do that. If you start running, you just sort of waddle faster. So you have to press B to uncrouch and then run and it's shit like that like just the most fundamental things of how a game should control that is blatant across this entire thing your inventory system is garbage like it's worse than borderlands and that's saying a lot 
Um, I really like Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> well, like your inventory is just like a mess of guns and numbers, and it's not like laid out well. And this to me is even worse than that. Um, and I, yeah, I love Borderlands. I'm not trashing that game at all. I'm trashing this one. Uh, <laughs> there, and the other thing too, I, I wanted to talk about is that when you start up the game, you can choose your life path. You can choose between being a corpo, which is like a corporate person, a street kid who grew up in Night City, or a nomad who's coming into the game for the first time, into Night City for the first time. And uh, I really thought that these would affect like a, a massive part of the story. Like it would be like maybe three to four hours before you see the title screen and you're playing through this life and you're sort of like getting all these experiences and, and blah, blah, blah. I started off on the Corpo path and it lasted about 20 minutes. Nah, it's like, it's, it's 20 minutes long. You, I don't even know what the company I worked for did. They were like, I don't know. We kill Japanese people sometimes. And they like, murder the EU like board members. And then you're like, Oh shit. And then, all like, right. Now what? you hate, now you hate corporations. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, what okay. did we do? Did we sell pretzels? Like what, what was our business? <laughs> They I sold even... pretzels. I don't know about you, but I sold pretzels. Yeah, in my head canon is that I sold pretzels. Yeah. But there's like that that kind of shit. And then I was like, all right, maybe it's just the corporate path that's like kind of bland or whatever. And then I played Nomad and it's the same thing. It's like 20 minutes long. And then the game has like one of my least, going back to my least favorite things in movies, Chris, is a time skip and character development off screen. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like that's the whole thing you get this cutscene where it's like a couple flashes of you doing jobs half a year later <laughs> yeah and it's like half a year later you're a mercenary now and it just it totally ripped me out of the story of that game along with all the other problems we had mentioned before so despite you know this terrible rollout i don't think it's a very good game in general and if they're gonna patch it they don't need to just fix the graphics <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that they need to go through but but joey what overall what are your opinions of this game uh having played i'm assuming most of it at this point yes i play quite a bit and like at the end of the day i'm still having a lot of fun with it when the game does work i'm having fun uh i once you get a little bit past the beginning part the story gets to be really engaging there's a um i don't want to say like a twist necessarily but there's a big moment in the game um that happens and it's kind of sucked me into the story um you've got your you know your romance options which are always have a pretty good story and um some of the side missions are your typical walk and shoot and go to the next thing walk and shoot go to the next thing you know the typical every video game ever has some quests like that but there are other side quests which i've been really engaged in uh this isn't particularly a spoiler uh, it's it's blaster all over the news from the beginning of the game but the mayor gets murdered and uh you get someone hires you to help look into to see if he was murdered or if it was an accident or all this kind of stuff and it's got like uh the parts that work i think are really good and i'm really excited for when the game basically gets finished um i'm probably i'm still gonna finish my playthrough uh on the on this version and then uh i'll probably start a new version again uh once uh february comes around and hopefully it's patched and fixed and uh so forth so you're probably gonna finish this game do you know as many side quests as you want kind of complete it to your liking yeah, and I'm then, not going to go like 100% necessarily. I'll, I'll wait for that till the patches. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, and then so you're not going to touch it for a while until like they actually make changes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back to 
AC Valhalla or something like that. Something I threw to the wayside because this game was coming out. <laughs> but from what you're describing, I mean, it sounds like you definitely like it, but did it live up to your expectations? Uh, yes and no. Um, Setting-wise, it's exactly what I want. I've, I've mentioned time and time again with you that uh, the, a big reason I'm excited for this is because I hope it, uh, it opens a door to this genre being made by other developers. Um, I'm getting so sick and tired of sword, shield, magic, dragon, etc. <laughs> it's it's all right it's, there with you, buddy. It's like I I that's not to say I love those games. I will play those games every day. I love Skyrim. I love you know all that kind of stuff. But I just I'm so excited for the only other cyberpunk game I've ever played, and I think really this about exists to my knowledge is Deus Ex, and uh, I'm just so excited to have this be a new genre to explore. So I'm glad that it at least is kind of scratching that itch for me of a new environment and seeing this uh, hyper-capitalism environment, uh, corporations rule the government, you know, nothing that's like real life, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, in that aspect, it's been great. Uh, but then there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of promises that they said that they haven't lived up to. In that aspect, it's a little disappointing. Um, uh, from the beginning of the game, I wanted to do a certain combat style. I knew when I when I picked up this game, I wanted to hack and sword. And pretty early on, I learned how to hack. And later on, I, I did a side mission that got a katana. And I've been using that ever since. So I'm, I'm glad that at least uh, I was like, this is what I want to do. And then I was just able to do it. And uh, it's been pretty fun that way, too. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing I think we you and I were talking about because you hadn't really played um... – a lot, you know, you had you hadn't built a gun character, but the the gunplay in that game is fucking sloppy jalopy, dude. It is like it is slippery and all over the place, and it it, it reminds me of um, I, I think Republic Commando is a great game, the old Star Wars game, mm-hmm. but that game has the the same thing where there's a lot of latency. Like you do something, and half a second later, your guy moves. Right. And there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of um, like it. You can't stop where you want to because it always feels like it goes like a quarter of an inch too far. And they really just need to tighten up the screws on that as well. Um, that- I wonder if that's from being on the uh, the last gen, because, uh, again, I don't really use guns, but at least for, like, moving and stuff like that, I haven't noticed that a lot. Um, running around and slicing someone with the sword, when I stop, they stop and slice, you know. No, that's uh, probably, And, that's uh, yeah, at least in my experience, I haven't had anything like that. <laughs> that could be last gen hardware, um, and I'm not counting that out at all. I'm not excusing it. Because it right. shouldn't be an issue <laughs> for right. anybody. Um, but yeah, it, it could be, you know, that... Because this game, we should make this clear, this game is not a PS5, Xbox Series X game. Yeah, this the is first... a backwards compatible game right now. And it's crazy that the backwards compatible game is basically meant for the new system right now. And the new system version isn't even out yet. And it kind of scares me of what it's going to be when it gets released. <laughs> right, yes. Because they test that one? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, but that's that's another thing, too, is, yeah, like, it's it's not the actual version of the game for those systems that you're going to be getting. So, which I think just makes it even less, there's even less excuses for this game running as shitty as it does on last gen. Right. Um but yeah, I think that's probably a good place to well, stop and switch over, right, Chris? Yeah, I was gonna say in conclusion, overpromise, underdeliver, profit <laughs> until people refund your game. <laughs> I'll say this in conclusion, um, just real quick. I don't think you should buy this game right now. 
um, if you don't have a PC and maybe even if you, even if you have a next gen console, I might not recommend it right now. Um, if you've seen the reviews and any of what has been said scares you wait, just, you know, wait until February minimum and then see what people are saying. If it still doesn't work, wait like a year from now. And if it still doesn't work then, then it'll never work and don't buy it. Right. Uh, as I was say, uh, like Witcher three was also pretty buggy at launch and then it ended up being game of the year later down the line after it fixed itself. So I, at least I'll, I'll say that, uh, I have high hopes for being fixed, but I'll, I'll say, I agree. If you have uh, original Xbox or PlayStation four, don't buy it next gen, consider it, maybe ask for it for Christmas and then uh PC might as well because it apparently runs beautifully there. Yeah. Runs, runs pretty smooth on that, but yeah, it, anything else. Yeah. Just wait, just wait and see what they do. Those two big patches they mentioned, January and February, would, I think, be a good turning point for either people returning back to the game or people buying it new or, or not. Right. Yeah. But we'll and have to see what shape it is. There's some stuff in that game that can't be fixed with patches. I mean, there's, there's just some performance issues because you are playing the game on hardware that's older and they clearly don't give a shit about you and they made the game for, for new systems. So... Part of that, I mean, no matter how much you patch this game up or no, no matter what they send out, it will always kind of be like that. So keep that in mind, too, when you're, when you're going forward. But, but yeah, that's, that's, I think, where we all kind of stand. We, we agreed on this more than I thought we would. I thought we were... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an eSports debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I mean, we obviously all agree that the rollout was terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that's, that's without question. I don't think anyone's like, yeah, no, they did a great job. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, they didn't do a good job. (laughs) Joey, you had mentioned uh, Sword Shield Dragon Magic earlier. (laughs) It's great great for our next topic because Dungeons & Dragons is getting a movie. Yeah, shorts, sword shields, dragons. Let's do it. Now uh, I love it again. Now that we're out, now that we're out of cyberpunk, totally in on it again. Yeah, yeah. When there's dice involved. Yeah, when there's dice involved. Oh, I have a really okay. I have a really interesting theory now about this movie. Do Do you guys mind if I share it? Uh, I just want to put out that yeah, the like, only. Let's, let's talk about it first. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's the, mention what it is. I'm sorry, I got excited. The only <laughs> other news that I've really seen is that chris pine is in it which is a pretty big actor for what might not be a big movie (laughs) um they don't really have anything about the plot that they've given out um they just basically hasbro who has the rights to dungeons and dragons i guess kind of loosely um has given paramount the okay to uh to make this movie okay yeah, I mean, I definitely think this could end up being like any number of the like the like the the Taron Egerton Robert uh, uh, Robin Hood movie or whatever. Like, it could <laughs> sort of turn into a very generic film, uh, the Warcraft one, like anything like that. But I think it also has potential to be really interesting if they kind of get meta with it, which I think is kind of goes into my theory. I was wondering if this game is or this movie is going to be like the Lego movie. Where at the end you find out that like the kid has been playing with the Legos the whole time, and President Business is like spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Sorry if you haven't seen the Lego movie; it's fucking great. You should watch it. <laughs> but um, you know, President Business turns out it's just the kid's dad, and he's sort of projecting that onto it. So I wonder if it'll be like the whole, you know, 
movie will be wrapped in this idea that it's being like it's just a D game that's being played so like you'll have you'll see people just like rolling dice and playing the game and then it'll sort of prince's bride where like when he's reading the book to the kid it'll go into the story and then you'll see what actually happens i wonder if that's kind of the direction they're going to take that's what i hope and i hope there's like this dungeon master narration that happens yeah. uh I think that would be really cool. And I, if they don't, I don't know how they would really pull it off very well. <laughs> I want Morgan Freeman as the DM, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want it to get really goofy, like, when we play D&D. Like, I hope that it gets, like, the narration gets a little silly. It's almost like drunk history. I like, was actually yeah. about to say, I kind of hope it's like drunk history, where, like, when they say something ridiculous, I'm not sure if Chris Pine is going to be playing D&D or, or if he's going to be, like, a paladin or whatever, but I hope that whenever the little kid says something, Chris Pine says it akin to the kid, basically. <laughs> yeah, like he's about to swing his sword, and the kid's like, I don't know if I want to do that, and he just, like, freezes. And yeah, pain. he's like... <laughs> that would be great. I, if, if they do it like that, they go full in like that, like, it's like us playing D&D, then I would be so happy. Yeah, I think that's the best way to go about it, for sure, because otherwise it's just going to be, like, a super generic, uh, you know, medieval, what like, swords and shield, like you were saying, film, which I'm not excited for at all, yeah. but... You, yeah. you, you make it a little meta. I'm, I think I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. That, that's my hopes for the film. But we have nothing else to go on. No release date, no plot details. So maybe we'll learn more yeah. as it comes. Maybe it'll get scrapped. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, do you want to bring up your, uh, your mystery topic? Sure. Uh, so as you asked, uh, uh, Casey, was uh, my uh, girlfriend, was going to be bringing up the topics, but she went to bed. Um, so she messaged me on Facebook a couple of, um, she's like, she said her brain is currently mush. So here's what she came up with. So uh, we got, there's a couple of like pretty quick ones that we can do that just be kind of funny. Uh, and then there's maybe like one or two thought provoking ones. Okay. So let's start with some of the, uh, the rapid response ones. Crunchy or creamy peanut butter? It depends uh, on it because I like crunchy, uh, but it's hard to spread it sometimes. Yeah, I think, I think generally speaking, I would choose creamy over crunchy. But like, if I'm in the mood for it, then crunchy I think is way better. I think I generally buy creamy, but I do like crunchy. If I'm gonna eat like a spoonful of peanut butter, I want crunchy. But if I'm gonna spread it on some toast, I want creamy. Agreed. Or make a PB and J on creamy. What about you, Joey? I'm a, I'm a creamy man myself. Jif or gif? Yes. <laughs> gif peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I like that she talks about Mass Singer. Like, y'all watch that. <laughs> uh, what do you think is your spirit animal? It's like, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, a sloth? <laughs> Does a couch potato count? I just, I don't know. I really like, I like, it, sloths make me laugh every time I see them. Because, like, the idea of, like, not being able to turn around, like, it, like, it would take you two minutes to do that action. Like, I just think it's so funny. Plus, they sleep, like, 20 hours out of the day or something. Uh, yeah, I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a mad, uh, I'm kind of uh, surprised that natural selection hasn't, like killed them off by now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what my spirit animal will be i'd like to think like a lion or some shit king of the jungle 
what does that say about my self-esteem that I immediately pick sloth? <laughs> yeah, you're like, yes, the lazy one. <laughs> Which is like a lion, a cheetah. I'm like, I don't know, the thing that fucking doesn't move. <laughs> Joey, how about you? Uh, oh, that's tough. Maybe it's just because my cat's cuddling in my lap right now, but I'm going to go with a cat. <laughs> just be able to be chill a lot of times and kind of go with the flow, but like also can be a dick when it wants to be. <laughs> Uh, uh, so up next we have when is Connor going to die for our sins <laughs> god hopefully soon I think because uh, you, you look like uh, Jesus right now with your oh, I, thought you, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think it's next, Connor isn't it scheduled for next week on the Christmas yeah, episode no, the Christmas episode the, the ritual just, uh, suicide send us, your, send us your questions to be answered on that show while we crucify yeah. Connor <laughs> Uh, peppermint or spearmint? I love that idea that you're nailing me to the cross as I'm like, oh, I don't know, I like crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People who say GIF are right and GIF is stupid. It's not Jardians of the Galaxy. Just hanging from the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm driving a nail into your uh, into your hands. All right, this next question from Twitter yeah. user. <laughs> I guess that Punk's my favorite band. Oh. <laughs> So you said uh, peppermint or sp- they're the same fucking thing. Yeah, they're the same thing. That's my answer. <laughs> There's no difference. I feel like like I can't if I have a peppermint and it's not like Christmas time. I just I don't want it. it. Like I feel like only the month of December is when I'm allowed to have peppermint, and then I have to have a spearmint at any time else. You know what I fucking hate is when you're leaving a restaurant and they have mints and you grab one, and I it's love. Lime. I love the lime mints, but when you're expecting a peppermint mint and you put a lime mint in your mouth, it's the most disgusting shit. Yeah. You're like, I don't I don't think I've ever had a lime mint. Oh really? They're really good. Like it's, yeah, it's they're super tasty. <laughs> yeah, they're really tasty. It's just when you it's like when you drink water and you're expecting Sprite or Vice Versa. Like it's like when your brain thinks You've never had that when like you think you're gonna have something and then you don't and it's like really like you're it, you just reject it. I know what that is, but I don't think i've had these mints specifically that you're talking about oh oh i just meant that experience in general with anything like any kind of food or drink or something like that i uh speaking of mints this is like totally filler because we're like a minute over but (laughs) that's fine go for it uh hannah loves mints and we have like 10 pounds of mints sitting downstairs oh my gosh (laughs) lifesaver lifesavers makes a three pound bag and we i know we just opened it like yesterday <laughs> and then i had bought a bucket of bjs of like 400 like of like the actual like like the ones that melt in your mouth like lifesaver makes like hard ones that you kind of like suck on mm-hmm. but then like the i forget the like red bird yeah it's like the fall apart those are really good those ones i lo- those are my favorite she likes the lifesaver ones but we have like literally like 2000 mints downstairs <laughs> nice. and we have candy canes out there it's festive I love, uh, I love I love peppermint patties, dude. I think those are delicious. It's a festive sugar addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Chris, how where are you on your peanut M and M's? Oh, I, took, oh, I slowed down a little bit. I don't think I've shown this on the the podcast. This used to be five pounds, but now we're probably like a pound and a half. <laughs> That's impressive, honestly. We were gonna do a giveaway. Um, Just give away one could, peanut. Uh, no, if you could guess how many peanuts were in here, but then I like devoured yeah. half the. Yeah, I devoured two pounds of peanut M and M's. I love the idea of the gift being whatever's left of your peanut M and M's. Yeah, if you can guess how many, I won't eat any more. If you can guess how many 
peanut M&Ms are left one, in here. Two, I'm like, three, I wanna... oh, shit. <laughs> get it. All right. So that's uh, that's the one side. And then I'm trying to get it with the light. If that's... you actually do this, you go through with this, you're going to have to count all of those M&Ms. I'll count them. I'll count them. If you eat get... it one by one. He's like, you were wrong. It was zero. <laughs> if you get... licking his fingers. <laughs> well, send, DM us or email us what you think how many m&ms you think are left in here and if you are the closest you'll get a t-shirt when we do the giveaways oh wow okay yeah. that's awesome joey do you have i think we're pretty much over time but do you want to do one more question if there's any others that casey had the last one she have or has uh was pretty deep so but we'll we'll try and give some maybe not deep answers okay so keep in mind the rest of these questions were peanut butter mints when you're gonna die for our sins sure uh, and then uh this final one here we have uh what do you think stops people from achieving their dreams and goals <laughs> it's like jesus christ what, what the fuck <laughs> and spearmint and uh, peppermint are like they come after on the messages here <laughs> <laughs> like she's like what stops people from achieving their dreams peppermint or spearmint it was like that that question is basically what what about you makes you a piece of shit? Uh, and uh, well, uh, how about this? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll use that as that. Maybe that's what it was. So she has that, and then she has peppermint or spearmint. So is peppermint or spearmint stopping you from achieving your dreams? Sometimes, <laughs> peppermint. I think I feel like spearmint would help you. I feel like there's more of a kick in the ass with spearmint. Yeah, spearmint, spearmint is like the gum. You know, wakes you up, gets you energized. Yeah. Peppermint is when you want to be like a fat piece of shit and drink hot chocolate. Have you seen those? Have you seen those like five gum? commercial like this is what you feels oh, like yeah, this chew, what five feels gum. chew five gum that that's the kind of shit that'll get you achieving your dreams right there there ain't no peppermint five yeah. no. no there's not <laughs> uh and then here as a bonus here's my adorable cat oh oh valentine yeah all right that's that's all that's it for joey's mystery half <laughs> those were good questions see that's that's the kind of stuff i love uh, that i want more of on here like just like the most random questions that we can like because i think everyone's i maybe a little bit scared to like go too off topic if they're like oh we know you talk about video games and movies i'm like no i want that like yeah you yeah. want crunchier it's a nice crunchy it's peanut an, burger and why are you a piece of shit <laughs> it's a nice change up from some of the media related topics and it's more personal yeah absolutely so yeah. so connor what what stops you from achieving your dreams Oh man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess the fact that I don't, I I can't choose crunchy or creamy. <laughs> I, like, I, I, indecisiveness. 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 That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think not being a trust fund kid is kind of limiting. Yeah, it's like money is, it hurts a lot. Honestly, yeah, yeah money is definitely. I, I would love to make this like <laughs> to have a light so you guys can actually see my face. <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to be at my coffee shop right now cup of joey's but instead uh, here i am uh working for the government so we're gonna we're gonna set up a gofundme to buy connor a ring light yeah <laughs> and <laughs> a like razor 25 bucks, but... yeah, homeless. <laughs> <laughs> once we can see the beard we gotta shave it like once we can see you you can't look like that oh no if you guys could see my full face i would have shaved all of this off that's why he doesn't have the ring light he doesn't want to show his face we know it we solved the case dude you're not wrong <laughs> and on that note <laughs> by the way i got the title for this podcast go for it cyberpunk or cyber junk perfect
Fuck, that's really good. We're gonna we're gonna use it. I can't disappoint the people. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a hundred percent gonna put that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that one when we were, when you said anyone talk about cyberpunk. I was like, yes. <laughs> um. Well, this has been episode nine. Great ending, by the way, guys. No, <laughs> this is perfect. Um, if you liked us, like the video. If you don't, don't do anything. Uh, yeah. Certainly don't slap that dislike button. <laughs> Subscribe if you want to see more. Um, tell your friends about us. Email us some questions for our Christmas episode. We're going to read off some fan questions for next week. Um, and I think we'll next- put something in the... Uh- Probably the Facebook or the Twitter. We'll, we'll try and put up a you know a couple things here and there before we actually record. But yeah, we again, it can be like the questions that Casey just asked too, like like anything. Ask us literally anything. We'll try and get through all of them. Yeah, uh, we we put out a Facebook post already about it, but we'll put out. I think we're gonna put out one more, um, and we're, or two more. One more, probably about when this goes up, or maybe the day before, and uh, probably sometime this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, So until next time, be safe. Don't drink and drive. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy your holidays. Wear protection. Is this a I condom commercial or? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't I'm, giving, I'm, I'm giving so out confused. life. I'm, I'm giving out life advice now. Just, yeah, no, it's great advice. Yeah, it's great yeah. advice. If you want to see me give out life advice for uh, you know, thirty minutes on the Christmas yeah. episode, subscribe below. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on again, guys. Peace. Yeah, thanks for having me on, dude. Bye, guys.